Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Joel Coleman of the Starkville Daily News, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. This is Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Joel T. Coleman here with you on a Wednesday morning. We are so pleased that you have joined us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. Thanks again for listening to our show, especially our servicemen and women out there taking care of us across the world. And here at home, our medical personnel who are doing such a great job keeping everybody as healthy as they possibly can. I want to thank our sponsors over at Strange Brew Coffee House. Just because you're quarantined doesn't mean you have to be without caffeine. That's we, 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 We've settled on that. That's, that's it. That's okay. it. I I'll, agree. Try, I'll try to remember. Uh, and you should try to remember to head by there anytime you need a little boost in the afternoon or in the morning, you know. Just because you're not dropping off kids and going to work doesn't mean you can't get out of the house a little early, head up to, to Strange Brew and get, grab yourself you know, a little shot of that juice to get you the, through the day. I would suggest it. In fact, I recommend it. So head over to Highway 12 and go to the drive through Or if you're out for a walk downtown, nice weather right now, you want to get a little coffee, walk right up to the window at the University Drive location. And don't forget, if you need some provisions, they're there for you, too. I saw somebody who made a sandwich today from their rainbow bread. That is a freaky-looking thing. It's it's cool, but, like, I just don't expect to see, like, a turkey club on rainbow bread. Yeah, wouldn't think that. Imagine going to, like, you know, some deli in town, like, white or wheat? Uh, rainbow bread. <laughs> Could you put my Philly cheesesteak on rainbow bread, please? You'd try it. I would try it. Yeah, it's well, it's just bread with food coloring. You know, it's, it's that's one of those things. Like you, you, your mind is telling you that when you taste it, it's going to be like fruity, yeah. or something. And then you taste it, it's just bread. You know, it would be like you know blue pizza or something. You just your mind can't wrap around things like that. I don't know. Males are more visual creatures, correct? I guess I don't know. Like I don't. Well, I would not be even if I was very hungry. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I could eat a blue pizza because just the way it looks. Yeah, yeah if, I, if I gave you a pizza that w- it was pizza, it's sauce, cheese, pepperoni, and crust, it's blue. Everything's normal. Everything tastes like normal pizza, but everything's blue. It just tastes worse, even just because it looks that you, way. You know, blue is like the least. That's the worst color for food. That's why. That's why blueberry doesn't sell very well. You know, people love Count Chocula and Frankenberry, but blueberry is is not very. That's why there's just not a lot of blue food. Blue is like the color you think it's cold. And it's just not good. I love blueberries, but they're really purple. So you learned something here today, John. I, I did. I yeah. did. I mean, you know, if if I if I can walk away from this show every day and somebody, one person out there learns something, I feel like I've done my job. Is that why your microphone has the blue cover so you won't eat it? I mean, okay. I thought when Carson got out of here, those fat jokes. <laughs> were cool. I guess not. I'd make fun of you, but pretty good shape over there. Uh, <laughs> and I've already beat you in arm wrestling, so you don't. I know, I know. So you can't outrun me. You can't outstrength me. I, I can't. What could you do? I, 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 I could outstrength you, but not in an arm wrestling. I'm saying if we got into a fight, I know how to use my size to my advantage. True, you'd have the leverage. So it would it would literally be like Yokozuna versus Bret Hart. 
It's what it would be like. You know, if I drop the bonsai on you, it's probably over. You got to outquick me, outmaneuver me, be the excellence of execution. Then Hulk Hogan like comes in and steals the belt, right? And that would, that works. yeah, that would be like uh, I don't know who who's Hulk Hogan on our beat. Who, who amongst us is Hulk Hogan? There's not one really. I don't know. Who's been around the longest? KJ Costello. I don't know. Who's been around the longest? Gene. If you're saying <laughs> that, if you're saying that Dave Murray is Hulk Hogan, we got some issues. That's not going to work for me at all. Yeah. All right. Uh, our good friends over at College Corner want to remind you that right now, and we and somebody did the math for us, by the way. Let me see if I can find it. Somebody tweeted us that. Oh, I saw it. I saw it. They they sent us the math of. Uh, I'll find it later. But basically, they that you 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 can make money on this deal. It's just this simple. Right now, you go to collegecornerstore.com and you can you search for gift card. All gift card purchases are thirty dollars or thirty percent off. And then on top of that, it's a twenty five percent off anything baseball related. Again, just go back to the search bar after you make that first purchase and hit baseball, and it, it's there. Here we go. Here we go. You found it. All right, Bob Shear. Shout out to Bob. Forty dollar shirt. Right. Twenty five percent off, so it's thirty bucks. Thirty bucks. Thirty dollar gift card. Mm-hmm. It's 30% off. Right. So it's $21. So you're buying a $40 polo. So you would buy a $40 shirt for $21. For $21. That's a hell of a deal. I I, I can't convince... If that can't convince you to go to collegecornerstore.com and buy a polo, I, I then there would just you just weren't in the polo buying market, my friends. So go do that right now. Collegecornerstore.com. 30% off your gift card purchase. 25% off your baseball purchases. You'll be rocking the M over S in style and with a little extra money in your pocket. A little extra jangle. A little a little zing in your zang zang, <laughs> I think. Uh, our friends over at Advantage Business Systems know that right now is the time where businesses need the most help. Getting their offices set up virtually, getting them, their workers set up with the devices they need. Well, they are happy to set those things up for you. Give them a call today and find out what 45 years of service in the state of Mississippi gets done for you. Six, I'm sorry, 844-833-6245. Visit them online at absms.com, and they will be happy to help you set up everything you need to keep your office working remotely and efficiently. Advantage Business Systems, they help your business do business. Joel and I were having a fun conversation before this. Uh, we all started about uh, Tupac Shakur, who evidently is still alive and living in Kentucky. How he, he's fallen a little bit of high times, had to file for unemployment. If you guys didn't see this story, it is one of the most miraculous, unbelievable. So a, a man living in Kentucky is named Tupac Shakur. Loses his job as a result of COVID-19. Files for unemployment. Is denied based on they, they claim his, his claim is fraudulent because his name is Tupac Shakur. They find they do an investigation. They find out nope, this is a real person with a the name Tupac Shakur. The governor of the state of Kentucky had to issue an apology to Tupac Shakur as a result of this. It almost seems like to me somebody failed to do their job because Tupac Shakur, mm-hmm. this one, yeah, he had to have had a social security number, yeah. I mean, it seems do, like that would be a pretty not, easy thing to figure out. Do you not look up and, and, and make sure this before you deny the guy? government business at its worst. Goodness gracious. Like, they just, they literally, the claim came in, they're like, Tupac Shakur, all right, who's making the joke? And they didn't do the investigation. And then somebody did it, and they were like, 
Oh. So, you know what that happened? They cost the taxpayers extra money because they had to investigate. <laughs> if they had just rubber stamped it, here's an idea, government people. Just rubber stamp everything right now. Who cares? Money's flowing around like it doesn't even mean anything right now. Just pay it out. Well, he's getting his money now. That's right. Kentucky knows how to party. <laughs> In the city of Paducah. In the city of Lexington. <laughs> Cal keeps it rocking. <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Bluegrass West. <laughs> I can, I can we, keep we, it going. We suck. Well, we're not rappers. <laughs> Of good old Lexington. Woo! All right. Uh, let's move away from that as far as we possibly can. And this, uh, the rumblings are brought to you by our good friends over. Not, not quite Luke Hancock's walkout song. No, it's not. Uh, nor will it ever be. Uh, our good friends over at Welcome Home Beef, who I have found out I'll have to be making a purchase from. Not have to. I enjoy making purchases from there because the food is fantastic. But uh, my wife, for Mother's Day coming up in a couple weeks, said, I want a steak. I was like, well, baby. I know somebody who can help me with that. I know, and I can make it's the best steak we've ever had. So, I'll be uh, talking to them very, very soon. But you should be talking to them right now and getting your new your, yourself a steak fillet. Did you cook those steaks? Uh, I have not. I told Katie a while ago we need to do that this weekend. So. All right, well, I got them. I got them. You ready to do it? Uh, well, we're going to find out. Yeah. Um, you excited? I'm scared. Well, may, may get the 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 fire department to sit in the driveway, and make sure I don't do anything stupid. <laughs> If I hear sirens on Saturday, I'm like, God, dole. <laughs> well, if nothing else, even if you burn it to a crisp, it'll still be USDA prime beef. And you should, uh, you, you can, you can somewhat, just, just remember, Joel, when you cook the steak, it's already dead. You don't have to kill it twice. You don't have to, yeah. Here's the thing. Even if I burn it, mm-hmm. it's so good. It may still just taste good. It, it'll, just, it'll be a, a very crunchy, good steak yeah. at that point. Please don't mess up these steaks, I won't Joel. mess them. All right. Well, you won't mess up when you call Welcome Home Beef at 662-418-2021, or you go by their website at facebook.com slash welcomehomebeef. Place your order. They'll bring it right out to your car here in Starkville, and they ship anywhere uh, here, I believe, in the continental United States, maybe even in the world. For people might like me, maybe they need to add a cooking service, and they'll just come to your house and cook it. You know, you say that, Joel. They have videos online at their Facebook page. In fact... There was one today about cooking filet. You need to go check that out. Maybe he did that just for me. It, it's you know what? I wouldn't be totally surprised. They're like, look, we know. He need, I, I don't. I don't want him to screw this up. Well, I would just like to say thank you. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but yeah, check that out. Facebook.com/slash Welcome Home Beef. You can find out some of that good stuff, and of course, place your order for USDA Prime steaks to your house to your door very very soon. And when you get there, well, Joel, why don't you tell them what's, what's going to happen when it gets there? It'll hit your mouth and. It'll just taste good. That's what I'm talking about. All right. Just a good old-fashioned episode of the Rumblings here. No strings attached. No no special uh, themes or anything of that nature. Just the questions and the answers. Our good friend Justin Strawn is going to lead us off. He's the leadoff man. He is the uh, the Ricky Henderson of the Rumblings. Okay. He's I don't want Ronald Acuna, but hey, to each their own. I went with the greatest leadoff hitter in, in baseball history. For now. Forever. I don't think Acuna's going to steal 800 bases. Yeah. May hit five, 600 homers. That's not what I want for my leadoff man. <laughs> Who wants runs? I mean, I want runs, but I want my leadoff man well, to get on base so that the guy hitting behind him can drive in the run. Well, what if the leadoff guy just knocks himself in? Is it's one, not, it's one okay? nothing. 
If That's the leadoff right. guy gets on and the number two guy gets gets it, knocks him in, it's still one nothing. If they hits a home run like you're saying, it's two nothing. Well, well, how about your leadoff guy hit the home run and then if the dude behind him still hits the home run, now, then you're now, still up now two. Now it's too much. It's just too much. Just stop. You know I'm right. You know that I'm right. Mm-hmm. Justin Strawn, I ordered a new router for our Wi-Fi and it came in Monday. It is insane how many things. Roombas and garage door openers is a few examples connect to Wi-Fi these days. If I count it correctly, I set up 18 devices on the new router. Would that number be higher or lower in your home? It's lower. It's for lower than me. me. Yeah. For me. I, I'm I don't have a Roomba. What do I have on Wi-Fi? My TV's hooked up to Wi-Fi now. I'll, I'll, I have two TVs hooked up to Wi-Fi. Okay, we only have one. Uh, obviously, all of our devices. So we've got two phones. See, I have three phones. I've got an iPad. I got an iPad. I have an iPod um, as well. My MacBook. I don't have a MacBook. I, we have two. I have a laptop. We laptop. have two. We have well, two. Lap, we have three laptops currently in the house because my wife's work laptop yeah. is is in our house. Yeah. PS4. Yeah. We have a Google Home. I've got a. Uh, you got a Alexa or something like um, that? No, it's a Google. Google Home. I think that's it. So I think I've got seven. Okay, I've got two TVs. Three phones, an iPad, an iPod, Google Home, PS4, uh, and three. La- I have twelve. I'm twelve if I, if I did my math right. Yeah, I may be missing something, but to the best of my knowledge, it's seven. So yeah, we don't well, have. I eight guess not, well, eight, eight because Direct TV would be hooked up through it. Okay, yeah, right. I, I just have cable, so yeah, yeah. So I right. got eight. All right. How does it feel, Joel? How does it feel? To know that neither of us do one one hundredth the quality of work that Neil McCready does covering Ole Miss, hmm. and it sets a standard we, we're going to have to try to reach, I guess. Well, you know, I, I guess all I can say to that is uh, this bozo still draws a paycheck. Yeah, yeah. This bozo was uh, the I guess the second best writer in the state according to the uh, what was it the. The, the biggest sports organization, whatever. Yeah. I, I was, I lost to Rick Cleveland. So yeah, yeah. I didn't see, well, I, I didn't see uh, any other Mississippi journalists on that list. No, no I didn't either. Saw so. me and Rick Cleveland. I don't so. know. Yeah, I mean, you're right. I, you're just right. a bozo, though. I am just a bozo. When we were building the home we currently live in, the realtor told my wife in a meeting that I wasn't present for that a former Ole Miss football player lived two doors down from us. After we moved in, and while doing the the good neighbor thing, when you introduce yourself when you're both outside, I found out it was Corey Peterson. Oh my God! The player who caught the winning two point conversion in the ninety seven Egg Bowl. How nice a neighbor am I for having van- not vandalized his house, brother? I feel like that is the kind of thing you could sue your realtor for. Like you, they didn't disclose something. Been no different if there would have been like a meth lab in the basement, a la Breaking Bad. Like I can't live. You know, property values should be plummeting around that guy. Oh my gosh! I, I wouldn't live there. I'd be like, I, I'd be like, as soon as you said who he was, I'd be like, all right, well. You're, this is the last time we're going to speak. All right. If you need anything, don't ask. Let me draw out a scenario for you here on the rumblings. A scenario, if you will. Um, you're at, you know, Casa de Hey Dad. Yeah, sure. And there's a for sale sign in your neighbor's house. Yeah. All of a sudden it says sold. The Houstons are moving out. <laughs> Whoever's That's your neighbor. Who there the you go. Yeah. So, uh, I'm sure the Houstons are fine folks. Yeah. Joel T says hello. Yeah. Um, Alabama fans. Let, let's, okay. Well, we're about to get worse here. Oh, God. Uh, let, let's pretend the Houstons have to move on. Okay, sure. Sold is on the for sale sign in the front yard. Yeah. Your uh, new neighbor pulls up in the U-Haul. Uh-huh. You go out, big smile on your face to, to greet him or her, and right. out steps Marshall Henderson. 
Oh God! Now talk about property values dropping. Do you, do now you, it's a crime-ridden neighborhood. I, I, I really want to know the answer to this question. Mm-hmm. Do you stay at your house or do you look to move? I'd stay at my house, but you would like as I'm walking across the street to say hello, you would see a U-turn in the middle of the drive. <laughs> like, oh, it's that guy. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> stay, stay on your side of the street. Ah, <laughs> uh. yeah. No, I would not. I don't want any part of that. Uh, <laughs> I think you'd use your seven on the way back to the house. Oh, it would be something like that. Yeah, yeah. Like you are not going to believe who is across the street. <laughs> would your wife know who it was? She might know who it was. She'd know who it was when I got done talking. <laughs> oh my God, Marshall Henderson. No. Uh, anyway, uh, that game was apparently on ESPNU last week. He came outside when my son was shooting basketball and told him, "Are you surprised he thought I'd allow that game on my TV?" Yes, I am surprised he would think that. No, I take it back. I am not surprised. Isn't Justin married to a rebel? Yeah. Which is, you know. So, I mean. I I advise against those things. 50% of the vote in that house would be okay with that being on the TV. This is is the problems that the, when I see those house divided things, I'm just like, oh. I'm I'm just, I'm so sorry. So. I'm so sorry. Yeah, but that said, I mean, come on. That would never be on my television. I promise you that. Alexandra Watson says, for the longest time, I thought this said ELB, which always confused me. This is the Expos logo, Montreal Expos. Even though I now know it is a tri-colored M, I can't unsee ELB. Is there any logo or sign that confused you that you now can't unsee? This I used to think this was ELB. It took me a while. I was like, oh, it's an M. I think as I was growing up, I didn't really know what it was. I just It just looked like a conglomerate of things. I don't know that I confused is the right word, but I remember when I realized that the Milwaukee Brewers old logo it's was the, M was the, the MB. And that's now actually their logo. Oh, so they're going back to it? Yeah. Fantastic. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, logos that have confused me that I can't unsee. Well, there's all sorts of like little hidden things in some logos. I saw one that I can't remember. There's like a, a whole list. I'm like, in FedEx, there's an arrow. In the in the word yes, FedEx, yes, that you, if you see it, you will never unsee it. Mm-hmm. So, I don't like things that you can't unsee. By the way, it drives me insane. I was talking to my wife the other day about Frank Beamer. You know, he has that big burn thing on his neck. Yeah. I never noticed it for years, and then ESPN did a, a interview about it, and I was all like, "Oh, he does have something." And I I had never noticed it before, and I have noticed it every time since. Yeah, drives me insane. <laughs> So let's talk about this guy real quick. I'm not going to read the whole uh, tweet because there's a lot of profanity, but this guy, O.C. Terp. B, I love you, but give it a bleeping break. Dude, maybe the starter in 2022. Please give it a break, yo. I think what has happened here, and I don't know if you're aware of this, but there is another Brian Haydad. He's actually Brian Haddad, I believe, because he's got the two Ds. And he works sports talk radio in Chicago. Is it really? And before that, it was in Philadelphia. I used to get questions all the time about Donovan McNabb and stuff from you know, Nick Nick Foles. And I was like, I don't you know, don't know what you're talking about. And so I, I tweeted about it today and he tweeted back at me. He's like, What are the I was like, what are the odds we would both be in sports talk radio? But I get that stuff every night. I wonder if he gets MSU questions. <laughs> uh, he must. So All right. Uh, I, I did not realize and now now I'm curious. Yeah, yeah. I I looked him up. He I, he had switched jobs. When I last looked he was covering the Eagles. And now he's in Chicago. Spelled differently though. H A D A D. At first so I was gonna say are y'all, you know, Related. I mean, we probably are down the road somewhere. Yeah. You know, we probably... Somewhere along the line, your family dropped a D? Or or his added one? No, we dropped a D. So, I'm sure, you know, 
few hundred years in the past, we might have shared the same patch of desert somewhere, but <laughs> other than that. Uh, Wade Jones, if money was not an object to you, what sports memorabilia would you buy? It can be anything from baseball cards, someone's ring, or their equipment, any object, you name it. Uh, the first thing that comes to mind is, like, are we doing pie in the sky kind of stuff here? He said money was no object. It would be like the the ball that Henry Aaron hit over the wall the yeah. first seven. Well, that's got to be at the Hall of Fame. Well, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, are we doing pie in the sky? That, thing they here? wouldn't we, sell. I wouldn't. Think. I wouldn't think so. Um, well, you say that everybody's everybody's, everybody's got, got a price. price. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I would to buy like. I would want to make like a Kobe shrine. I mean, you get like one of his rings and a jersey, you know, a game, something he wore in the last finals they were in or something like that. That would be cool to have. Um, maybe a couple of bats from like Will Clark or Barry Bonds or something. Uh, you know, I, w- I would like to do the frame jersey thing. You know, Drew Brees could be a good one to have. Yeah. Um, something that something would be pretty cool for me. Would would be, I don't know why, I think Bobby Cox, but like a framed Bobby Cox jersey because to me he just kind of encapsulates the whole thing, yeah. the whole Chipper and Maddox and everybody like that whole era, like the one constant was was Bobby yeah, and I, uh, I, I said this uh, maybe on, on on air here not long ago like it almost seemed like growing up Bobby Cox was another grandparent to me and I never. <laughs> knew the guy but foul mouth just uh like he almost had this i don't know papaw quality about him and i watched every single braves game as a kid so i I guess when you watch teams and things enough you just you feel like you know the folks and you don't but yeah so yeah a bobby cox signed jersey would be up there for me all right uh john wise what is going on with the men's basketball team we have either not been involved or backed off multiple transfer players in the last few weeks with five scholarships open why aren't we more involved with the transfer portal? Is Howland falling asleep at the wheel or what? First of all, I think it's only four scholarships open because there is, we got to remember, there's one down from the NCAA stuff. But that said, it's a good question. You know, uh, they have not really pushed for a transfer from anybody yet. A couple guys that they thought they were very interested in ended up going to Tulane and Seton Hall, respectively. One of them um, was a legacy guy. Yeah. That, Orion Watson's son, yeah. Jalen. Um, that, that was Gabe, Gabe Watson. So. That's it. I mean, they, they still seem to be in on some guys. The thing to remember is this, and this is all I'll say. I, 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 I get the concern, but the season is is ten months away, or it could be even further than that. So they got time, you know. And they, you, and they do need to see what happens with Woodard, who might debate. So you, you are declaring again that you think basketball's happening after the new year. I, I, I don't know. I don't know because ten months away is February. That seems right to me. It starts in February. It might. It may. I mean, I, I just don't know. Yeah, they might wait for football to be over. I don't know. Yeah. And also, the current state of affairs in the world probably affects some of this, right? Yeah. So, but even if it's in November, you're still what seven months away. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah. So they got time, but I, I do agree that you know you do have to wonder like what's going on there. You know, that just it feels like they should have. I think what happened with a couple of these guys was, especially the, the kid from Missouri who ended up in Seton Hall is the decision by the NCAA to sort of push back this idea of letting everybody be eligible get the one free transfer. State needs guys who are eligible next year. And now I don't know why you wouldn't take that guy in and just let him sit. He was a four-star kid. I know he's talented, but whatever. But I I, I get why people are concerned. 
But we're going to see where that takes us. I know there was a mock draft from ESPN today that did not have Woodard or Perry in it. Did Perry hire an agent? Is he Yes, out? Perry's gone. So Perry's yes, gone I, for sure. Perry has hired an agent. Okay. Woodard could come back. Woodard is the... And Woodard and Adu... Adu. Adu just... I'm counting Adu as Well, I, I was told that Adu just... Like, you have to file for an undergraduate evaluation. Right. You don't actually... I don't know if it's full-fledged enter the draft, yeah. you know, kind of thing. So Adu's coming back. Yeah, I agree. Bottom line. Yeah. But, yeah, we'll, we'll see on Woodard. He's the only one that... Other than a dude who I'm not really counting, because right. he will be back. Um, Woodard's the only one that can, because obviously Nick's gone, and yeah. and Perry is signed with an agent, too. Yeah. So, All right, uh, Peyton Neely wants to know, who is the best non-Big 3 athlete of all time? I guess he means here at Mississippi State. Well, I'd, somebody like Latoya Thomas, or... Well, no, I mean, for athlete. Is he counting... Uh, I mean... Big three is he count when you when you say basketball men's and women's nah, both nah, count nah, there. I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is I would say it's like Erica Bogard, Brandon McBride, Anderson. Oh, Peters. Anderson Peters, somebody like, yeah. So that's where I would go with that. Uh, Stephen wants our thoughts on the Nuno last Borges dance. Nuno says Borges says hello. Yeah, you mean we have, have you not watched the last dance yet? No, okay. um, I, I told you yeah. off air. I think that um, when episode one aired a week or so ago, we had bad weather here, and you have bad weather and direct TV, you're not getting a reception much so a lot of it was cut out so i just decided to wait mm. until obviously all of it aired all the first four episodes on sunday and so i recorded all on there sitting on the dvr all right. i am enjoying it it's very very good uh they've done a good job it's not they haven't completely focused on jordan um the stories are great and it's something that's sort of interesting that you think about michael jordan right this corporate guy always so slick and buttoned down did all these and then you just hear him dropping all these f-bombs it's like it feels like well, I'm really getting a look at Michael Jordan. And it's hard to believe that Jordan, who's been a pretty private guy most of his life, just sat down and did these incredible interviews. I mean, he must have sat for like eight or nine hours on some of these things. All right, our friend Ryan Nelson has some fun quarantine questions for us. He says, what's the first thing you want to do when the quarantine ends? Go watch the Atlanta Braves. That's not a bad choice. Uh I don't, I don't mean to be so, so nah. direct with it, but that's that was what I had planned before all this crap came about uh for me um i told my friend robert st john that as soon as this is over i'm driving to hattiesburg and i'm going to go eat at a couple of his restaurants (laughs) i want to go i want to go out to eat and sit down maybe have a beer yeah i like i've had some canned beer and bottled beer but i miss draft beer i like draft beer and i've had one what song or movie title sums up your quarantine experience um or movie title? I got that option. What does it say here? Let's see. Song or movie title? Yeah. Daddy Daycare in that name of a movie? <laughs> yeah, because that is that sums it up. Uh, let me see here. All right. day, every day. Got to fit in work in between naps. Yeah. Right. So yeah, in between their naps, I don't get naps. Okay. Uh, this is mine. Here we go. We got actual audio. We got yeah. Funny thing now we can do audio. The internet wasn't running so slow up here today for some reason. Yeah, it's terrible. I had to take my uh, Wi-Fi off my phone because it just went. It's just it's just slow for some reason. So here we go. My dreams are all dead and buried. Sometimes I wish the sun would just explode. (laughs) When God comes and calls me to His kingdom. Good stuff. I'll take all your sons of bitches when I go. Let them love. <laughs> My turn. 
Damn. <laughs> we'll go with that. <laughs> How random. Uh, are there any things you have done during quarantine that you plan on adopting after? Mm. Not really. No. You know, here's where... Don't misunderstand what I'm about to say because I honestly do. It, it's it's tough, but I treasure the time I'm getting with my kids right now. Yeah. Um, Because in any other situation, I wouldn't have day after day after day with them. I just wouldn't because... You know, obviously there'd be places to go and things to do. Um, But it is where I envy a little bit people that have the time to just do something totally random. You know, start a garden or something. I know that's... I I don't have time for that. (laughs) You know? So, yeah. Right now with a a three-and-a-half-year-old and a a one-and-a-half-year-old, almost four-year-old and a almost two years. I, I don't have a ton of time. And one just, coming. And one coming. I don't have a ton of time to just pick up a new hobby right now. I was thinking about, like, you know, I've been enjoying this this, this cooking I've been doing on the weekends, but when when this finally ends, I'm going back to work on the weekends, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe not it's turned to quarantine because that'll end before football season starts, but, you know, I'm not going to have free weekends come the fall, and, and hopefully, so. Uh, Matt Black, we were just talking about this guy. Uh, I started listening to Bulldog Sports Radio after the famous Marshall Henderson rant. <laughs> what was said, and Brian, what are your other famous rants? Um, well, we can't repeat it. Yeah, there's no need to repeat that. Um, let's just say that I made it very evident that I, not only do I not like Marshall Henderson, but I, you know, I sort of like the haters uh, of Dave Chappelle show. I hope all the bad things in life happen to him. Uh, the only other really famous rant I have is the the toxicity rant, where I basically laid out that. Everything bad about the state Ole Miss rivalry comes from Ole Miss, uh, and uh, that was a, a fan favorite. Uh, but beyond that, I don't know that I have. Like, is there one that you that you remember me going off on that stands out in your life? Um, I'm trying to think if you've had a, a really good Brian Haydad rant. <laughs> kind of had one the other day. Well, I thought I had that spark that uh, that uh, sparked this. Um. Nothing really. I don't know if you've had a good thunder and lightning rant. No, I mean, I, I think some people said after the Tennessee game this past year, I was I was pretty uh, excited. Yeah, all the good. You gave all the good stuff to Bob. Well, that's how the second wife goes. You I know. know. Yeah. I just get the leftovers. <laughs> get the leftovers. Um. Hey, did uh the the Henderson rant back yeah. in the day? Yeah. We may have discussed this. You may have said it eventually. I don't know. Yeah. Did Bob actually leave the room? Left the room. He was not in the I was room. Like, I was like, I don't want you in the room. There we go. I, I didn't know if that was just for radio. You know, no, he, I, I leave, got, leave he the room. Up, the, got up, he, shut the door. He actually left the room. He's like, I must. I have some things to say. Because I have a feeling, like when y'all talk recruiting and stuff, that he didn't actually. Leave he didn't the leave the room. No, he was. But for this, in the chamber of recruiting secrets, what are yes, you talking about? There you go. So, uh, but he actually left the room for Henderson. Okay. Yeah, I was like, get out. And there he, you go. he got out. Uh, Ford Polk wants to know what are my what's my opinion. The Saints bringing back a gold jersey alternative. Eh, I don't know about that. What's your opinion about Jameis Winston wearing it? You know, this is a guy who, uh, hey, earmuff it, kids. Earmuff it. Bad <laughs> well, work. One well, of my... you, well, you've already played a song that had a bad word in it. Well, I, but I didn't say it, so it doesn't count against me. It's true. But this one will. I'm the guy who said on Twitter that uh, Jameis Winston is just a piece of shit and always will be. And I'm not a huge fan of his. Um <laughs> I know he's got some talent. I know he does, but like from a mental uh, perspective, uh, he just doesn't have it all together upstairs. So, one year deal. What's the worst that can happen, right? 
I mean, who would have thought a few days ago that inside the quarterback room of your favorite team would sit Tommy, <laughs> Tommy Stevens and Jameis Winston? Oh, if you had told me that last week, I would have laughed at you. <laughs> so, um, do you think teams should, all, should wear more alternative uniforms or stick with the classics? I'm more of a classic guy myself. Just depends. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a, I'm not opposed to alternates or, or things like that. But. When they look bad, they really look bad. But when they're good, they're really, really good. Like, I love the Giants' orange jerseys. Love yeah, them. yeah. But I don't like... My favorite Giants jersey is the cream. Like the Yeah, well, this is Giants across. I, that's the classic. That's the that's the great one, yeah. Yeah, see, and see, the Braves have a, a cream jersey, too. Mm-hmm. But I like the, the Braves' red jersey. I, I'm, I'm not a humongous fan of the red. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't hate it. Like, some, some Braves fans detest the red jersey. There are some teams that don't need to have class... I don't need to have uh, alternatives. The Yankees. Yeah. The Yankees should have the pinstripes at home and the grays on the road, and that's it. Um, trying to think, like, it, Alabama, Penn State, the Cowboys. You know, just keep, keep the classics. What are y'all's opinions on teams wearing white at home in football? Uh, as long as they're not helmets, I'm fine with it. <laughs> I mean, LSU's made a tradition out of it, obviously. Yeah. Um, I don't have a problem with teams wearing white at home, but I can't stand all white. I can't stand the, the white helmets at all. The, the white helmets just look bad. And I think part of that is obviously because I, I immediately associate them Chrome, with Semester Chrome. PTSD. Yeah, but, yeah. I saw a mock MLB draft yesterday that had Westberg and Foskey going in the first. What do you think about their chances? That sounds about right to me. I think they're, yeah, first or second. Foskey sure. is the best second baseman in college baseball. He provides power, which is something not a lot of second basemen provide at the next level. Uh, and then Westberg has all the tools. Yeah, Westberg strikes me as a guy that's. I mean, he's already pretty doggone good right now, but I feel like one day he's going to absolutely put it together and and just be a stud. Uh, his work ethic from everybody that's ever played with him or coached him says they say his work ethic's off the charts. And just from a physical standpoint, he does have all the tools. So I, I think he's going to be a stud. So yeah, both both of those guys, I think. Going, I going high. All right. Uh, Peyton Stewart wants to know, I want college football back in just as much as anyone, but is it realistic to believe that in May we can't have more than 10 people at one place and in September we can fill 100,000-seat stadiums? See, no, but if I told you it was realistic in January that we were going to be sitting at home for a month, would you have told me that was realistic? Yeah, there's that. But I... See, I will... I'm trying, trying to... I'm right in the middle middle here. He's He's talking about... Man, I got marbles in my mouth. He's talking about having 100,000 people in the stadium to watch college football in September. I think you could play college football in September with not completely full stadiums. Why could you not do that? You could do it. And I just, right now, I think that would be a more likely route. The Ole Miss student section did it this past year. (laughs) Got some picture. I got photo evidence of that. But yeah, at the same time, I mean, we don't know what's going to happen six months from now. They could come out with a, a vaccine and then we're all good. So it just, I, I, is it realistic? Maybe it's not, but I didn't think that the idea of the the of, of the world just shutting down for a month was realistic either. And here we are. So, Graham Yateman, is there a way to get old classics of the B and B show or Thunder and Lightning, preferably ones from the 2014 football season? Alas, there is not. When V Sporto went out of business, they took everything with them. There's nothing. It's not out there at all, to my knowledge. So. But, the only, only V-Sporto file I have is the last, like, 30 minutes of the last B&B show. Was Thunder and Lightning ever on V-Sporto? Mm-hmm. It wasn't. We had, we had about, a, about a month on there. 
I couldn't remember if it was there, if it was just on SoundCloud. No, no, we got we, 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 we actually we, were we, on we, V-Sport. Yeah, we were. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Rob Montgomery, which of the newest NFL Bulldogs will have the longest career? Ah. Uh, I think it's Willie. See, linebacker, though, is a career is, uh, that can be shorter. I think it might be, uh, like, Dantzler. You know, assuming that he, he can, you know. I mean, the, the answer here actually may be, like, Tommy Champion or something. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, or Tyree Phillips. Yeah. Yeah. That, uh, Tommy Ch- Terry Phillips, who I meant, not Tommy yeah. Champion. Yeah, O-linemen tend to last forever. Linebacker, I mean, you get a seven, eight-year career, yeah. you'd be pretty good. Daryl so. Williams may come out and be an undrafted free could agent well and last forever. Be. Yeah. Uh, also from Rob Montgomery, think back to 2010. If I told you that the following would happen for football. Reach number one, make ten straight bowls, or produce several of the NFL's highest paid stars. Rank each in terms of believability. Reach number one is probably the last. Is dead last. Dead last. Yeah, and there's a gap. Uh-huh. Ten straight bowls I could have bought into. It's, you know, going into, you know, Mullen's second year, I was like, that's a good team. Yeah. I think maybe, you know. And, and I always say don't ever knock the fact that you go to bowl games just because there's so many more of them. But there are so many more of them. I thought, yeah. you know, you're telling me if that state was averaging six wins, I can buy into that. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's the the bowl thing and then all yeah. the NFL stars and then somewhere far off in the distance is the number one. And run. I wouldn't have had a huge issue buying highest paid defensive linemen or highest paid. But the idea that state was going to have the highest paid quarterback yeah. would have would have blown my mind. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Miller time. Great name. Whenever talk of college football playoff expansion comes up, Many say that every Power 5 conference should receive an automatic bid for their conference championship. An issue I see with this is that every conference has different rules for scheduling, and in the case of the Big 12, different ways of making their conference championship game. If we're going to give automatic bids to conference champs, shouldn't each champ have to earn their title the same way as others, meaning play the same number of conference games, have the same out-of-conference requirements, have the same championship game format? What I would say is this, and you tell me if you disagree. I am not in favor of giving every Power 5 champ an automatic bid. Because what if you have a nine and three Pac twelve champion? Or, you know And you have like what could have been the case a few years ago, you could have had like an eleven and one Mississippi State not be in the conference right. title game. Well and the other the other issue I would have is let's just say there's an upset, you know. Somebody seven and five somehow gets to a conference championship game and then pulls an upset. I mean, good for them that they won the conference, but they don't deserve to play for the national championship. They just don't. You know, and I understand that, you know, in basketball, that kind of thing happens all the time. It just doesn't work for me in football. I think you should come up with a realistic top eight. And if somebody gets gets left out there, well, then play better. That's all I can tell you. But what I will say is if what you're saying is happening and they are going to do that, then yes, there needs to be some sort of, you know, everybody's got to play the same amount of of, of things. Yeah. And and I think it's interesting, too. I think it's interesting, too, that uh, the. I was just kidding. <laughs> I saw your face getting a little mad at me, so I was, just I was, I was not nice. actually mad. Uh, you look at the NFL draft and you see that all these professional evaluators, like the SEC, how many draft picks? Like forty in the first three rounds yeah. or something like that. Yeah, all conferences aren't created equal, right? And, and that's obvious even when you look at the professional ranks. So an eleven and one SEC team that didn't play for a conference title. Is most likely more deserving than a ten and two Big Twelve, you know, champion or something. I, I just maybe that's my SEC bias coming through, but I, most times I think that's true. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm with you. I, I don't think necessarily 
that it should ever be a case where you have to put the conference champions in. All right. Um, Lakin, Lakin Waddle wants to ask us, what are your best suggestions or tips for an incoming state student such as myself? Something that jumps to mind immediately is get involved. And I say that because my first two years at state, I didn't live on campus. Um, I was still living in Ackerman, going back and forth, working a little bit. Uh, I kind of arranged my class schedule where I was only, I think I had Monday, Wednesday, Friday most most of the time. Um, and I really didn't feel like a college student until I was a junior because that was when I moved up here. And um, so when I when I moved up here and, and started working in the athletic department as an intern in the marketing department and started getting involved in stuff and going to stuff and making friends and stuff, be sure that you don't just sit at your apartment and play Xbox or PS4 mm-hmm. or whatever. Find stuff to do. Yeah. Find groups to be involved with. Find yeah. internships. Find whatever. But get involved. That would be my first that's, thing. That's very good. Um, you know, I would definitely say uh, go on some road trips with your friends. Like, don't be the person who just goes to the home games. You know, make a road trip every year. Go go to at least one. Try to go to every stadium in the SEC. It's a lot of fun, especially for college kids. Um, you know, obviously when you're 21, it'll be a lot more fun. But, you know, for now, it just sort of is what it is. Um, and, and, like, when Joel says be involved, that's great. Also, just do stuff. Go to games. Go to meetings. Go to parties. Go out. Don't just sit in your in your dorm room. But that said, you know, study hard. <laughs> Get your grades. You know, it's, all, it's all about, about that, that balance. balance, you know, of, of having, you know, a good time and, and studying and doing well in school. Find that balance, you know, and, and go from there. I was always pretty fortunate with – the good Lord, I don't know that what gifts I have and what I don't, but one thing he gave me was an ability to, like when I was studying for a test or something, I could kind of just read it once and it would stick. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to study much at all in high school. Lucky you. In college. Yeah. Um, the one thing I did have to do was like in, in math type classes, I did I did have to kind of repeat those. Pro- math has never been something that has come exceptionally easy for me unless we were talking like baseball statistics or something a lot of times that did right. for whatever reason but um so so yeah the, luckily I, I didn't have to stick in the room and study too much gotcha thank you lord yeah. all right uh john jeffrey nelson things that you cannot do that you wish you could mine is playing guitar Ooh, I'd love to be able to play guitar that'd be great Maybe yeah. i can get robbie to teach me because he can't probably so not right now though. we have to do it over you know zoom yeah, uh, that that's a good one. That that actually may be mine. I'm trying to think if there's anything else that comes to mind. I'd like to be able to run. Can't run right now. Right now, but you could. Like, I mean, I, I I know how to run. You could get there. I could run maybe you know 50 yards. Well, start today. Run 50 yards tomorrow. Oof. Run 75. Oof. Add a little bit. All right. We're going to talk about that a little later in the show, by the way. <laughs> uh, also, he wants to give us a win total for men's basketball with, that, with Woodard and without. I think I, won't, I don't know if I have a win total, but I will say I think Woodard, Woodard is worth at least five wins. If Woodard is back, tournament team? Stewart, Molinar, Stewart, Woodard, Smith, Adu, and then whatever you get off the bench. Bubble. Be, they're on the bubble. No Woodard, no chance. No chance. Unless something really unusual happens, so I'm with you. Anthony uh, Edwards decides not to go pro. 
Transfers from Mississippi State is immediately eligible. Five seems really high. I think I would say like three. Oh, I don't. I mean, he's going to be your best player. Is your best player not worth five wins? Yeah, maybe. I would think. But yeah, consider three wins means a lot. I mean, if you're sitting there at the end of the year and you have 21 wins, you feel pretty good about yourself. Yeah. If you have 18, you don't. No, you're right. So, uh, Hunter Pool, better team. 2010 Cam Newton had come to state. Or the 2014 team. It's not even close. It's 2010. I think I think 2010, yeah. Because it's Cam Newton. As good as Dak was, Cam, Cam Newton was had maybe the greatest season of any college football player of all time. And that also, I think Vic Ballard is better. Vic Ballard and Ladarius Perkins are better than Josh Robinson and Brandon Holloway. Uh, the receivers are probably better on 2014. Well, well, let's play this out a minute. Let's put Cam Newton on that 2010 team. Mm-hmm. You beat Auburn. You beat Auburn. You beat uh, Arkansas. So now you're ten and two. Uh huh. LSU, Bama's the other two, right? LSU, you lost by twenty two. But I mean, Cam Newton was worth three touchdowns, probably. You know? Yeah. So I mean, yeah. You can make a case that you would have had a chance yeah. in that game. I mean, you had a bunch of NFL guys on both defenses, so it's, it's really a wash there. I think if you put Cam Newton on that twenty ten team and you play against twenty fourteen team, twenty ten wins. I agree. I agree. Once social distancing is over, this is still Hunter Pool. Could you give us a segment with Coach Leach where we all drive down 12 and through Strange Brew talking about random topics, much like Seinfeld's comedians and cars getting coffee? Sign me up for this. I mean, yeah, but we got to come up with a different way, though. This is, it's been done. We got to do something different. I don't know what it is, though. We'll figure it out. Here's what we'll do we invite them to dinner, and you have to cook. <laughs> and they, and they, at the end of the meal, they got to give an honest assessment of how good it was. Oh, God. Michael, I'll be honest with you, this is terrible. There's no seasoning. The food's burnt. I got to be honest with you, Coach. I agree. Yeah. That's what I'd have to say. Like, the, the best part of it is, like, the videos are, like, me, like, trying to eat the food. Like, oh, this is so bad. But you get better. By the end of the, the if we got all the assistants in it, by the end of it, you might be a decent cook. <laughs> uh, let's see here. It's a horrible idea. Uh, the Mang- the Mangum Cafe asks, as a baseball fan in 2021, would you rather a trip a- attend a trip to Corvallis or to the tournament hosted at the New Rangers Park. New Rangers Park. New Rangers Park by far. First of all, you're going to an MLB park. Also, I have heard, I haven't confirmed it, but there may not be a return trip to Corvallis. That that might have just been a one-off. So, something to keep in mind there. Uh, this is a good question, but it's 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 a visual question, Will, so I can't, I'm not going to ask it. But we'll, we'll let Joel decide afterwards. <laughs> Holt wants to know, if you were an MLB team player, what team would you want to play for besides your favorite team? Um, might actually be a team that I'm not a big fan of that mm-hmm. probably a lot of you listening are a fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe St. Louis. The because, Cardinals? Because just everyone – I've never heard anyone play there and then they didn't like it or something. Like, I hate the whole St. Louis best fans in baseball thing. Can't stand it. Mm-hmm. Good Twitter account, by the way. It Anybody is a great Twitter account, yeah. Um, I, I can't stand that mentality because I think that every team has really good fans. But I do think there's something to the fact that like, when players come back to St. Louis, they are roundly applauded and stuff. I, there's an appreciation for baseball in St. Louis that I think that I could be drawn to if I didn't not like them so much. I got you. The Yankees. I want to play for the, the greatest franchise in pro sports. You know, no question about that to me. What position? What did you play in high school? Uh, 
third was my primary position, but also played some first, but not much more for a 5'8 first baseman. But. Third, I'll play first. Um, what number? 27. Any reason? Uh, that was assigned to me mm-hmm. uh, when I was a freshman, and I just kept it <laughs> throughout high school. I don't know what number I'd wear if, if I was a Yankee. There's so many retired numbers up there. So, uh, there you go. All right. Uh, let's see here. Brad Haynes, you got to spend 24 hours locked in the closet with one of the following. Who is it? Neil McCready, Yancey Porter, Hugh Freeze, or Kim Jong Un? By the way, real quick with Kim Jong Un, like I was reading that hashtag as Kim Jong Undead. I was like, is he, they they zombified him? What did they do? Kill him? Kill him with fire? And then I realized it was that's his last name is Un. We still don't know if this guy's. We don't know if he's kicking or not. We know not. nothing about him. Though. The who's the who? Freeze is probably the best answer here. He'd make it the most interesting. He might bring a chick with him, too. <laughs> you know, he would be a... If he would actually talk to you... Yeah, he's the most interesting It'd be an interesting it. conversation. What's the most random thing you've bought from an infomercial or the internet? I bought a Scrub Daddy sponge the other day. Boredom got me. The most interesting thing I've bought... Oh, gosh. Uh, I mean, I own a George Foreman grill, but I didn't buy it from the uh, yeah. the infomercial. They had started selling them in stores when I when I got one, um, and I didn't buy the Hogan, you know, change out thing. I bought again. I did not buy this from the advertisement, but they used to sell it as seen on TV. The yeah. thing that you just wash your headlights with. Like oh the yeah, headlights yeah, yeah. Get foggy. Did it work? I bought it at Walmart. No, it didn't work. Ah, oh. trash, man. Uh, Katie's old car, and I, it wouldn't. Have, the one she has now, but it had really bad, like fogged up headlights. We were like, all right, we're going to get this, give it a shot. No. And crap didn't work. I wanted to buy the burger stuffer thing. My wife will never go for it, though. Like, have stuffed burgers. You Big just have it for ch- you. That's why. What are the odds that we can get some t shirts going? I think that would be a good idea for your. Fa- are you all right there? Yeah, I was trying to get to my water. My bad. I gave the mic a shoulder tackle. <laughs> All right. What are the odds we can get some T-shirts going? I think that might be a good idea for your followers. I get a royalty if it happens. Though. We've been talking about doing some sports talk T-shirts, so I don't know if we can get one for us on there or not. Who would think they could? The only thing that we have, uh, shout out Almond Printing, is the Joel Mahana Brian polos and T-shirts. Yeah, I still have my polo. I was going to wear it again this year when we got I've up I've got there. all of them, man. Let's see. And when does Coach Leach return to Twitter, and why does John Cohen seem to have his, his phone on uh, hidden? Well, I think we know the answer to the, the second part of that question. Let's talk about this a second. Yeah, sure. Hasn't tweeted since Has not tweeted since the since Newsomania. Yeah. Oh, uh, God. I, I Continue. Just, Jeez Louise. Well, I, I don't know what else to call it. Um, do we think that he was commanded to not tweet? Yes. Why else would he stop? Because I'm with you. <laughs> I mean, that's just bottom line. Simple as that. I, but he doesn't strike me as a guy that you say, hey, you're not going to tweet. He doesn't strike me as one to be like... I think the fact that one of his players basically transferred out and told him that's why is probably... He's, he's smart enough to know, like, I need to rein back. Yeah. yeah. Simple as that. But, but there we go, though. Did he choose to not tweet, or was he told to not tweet? Or was he told to not tweet, and he's like, you're right, I don't need to tweet. Yeah, I think if he had fought back against it, he probably would have won, but he's probably smart enough to go, I need to step away for a little bit. Yeah. The next time he tweets something, whenever that is. It will be something, he will be retweeting like, 
hey, Bulldog fans, we need you to do this. Okay. It well, I was going to say I mean, if it was a meme or something. The memes are probably done. Do, do you think that well, – that's unfortunate because – look, he shouldn't have tweeted what he tweeted. I, I don't think that there's any – and I don't want to go down this road and, and talk about it again, but just I, – I think I, I know what he meant by it and stuff, but you just – I think you got to err on the side of caution and not tweet something like that. That's just, that's just my no, no, personal no. thoughts. Yeah, I've already given um, my thoughts on that. Yeah, but so I, I don't want to talk about it again, but I just – whatever. But it's there's something cool and funny about seeing a guy like Mike Leach tweet funny memes. No, I get so it. So I hate it if he never yeah. tweets again. He needs, just, he needs to get one of us on the, on the case then. Text us before, hey, I'm going to tweet this. Is this okay? Yes, you're fine. Yeah. We're just kind of – we're his filter. We're, yeah, we're, we're the, we're the ra- hand-raised guy, as Richard always talks about. I'm like, <laughs> eh, I don't know about that one, Coach. Andrew, Andrew Bowie wants to know, would speculation that we could have a spike in late fall in COVID cases would be better to A, start like normal and risk having to cancel the season, B, postpone the season to early spring, three, start like noble, normal, suspend the season, start back up when you left off when you can. I don't think postponing the season to early spring can happen because, as I've said, there's no way to get the next season. At that point, football becomes a spring sport. Yeah. I, you know, you start playing basketball in, in August, in, in September. Unless you start. Which, by the way, would be so much better because you're indoors. <laughs> Makes sense. Why don't we just do this anyway? Yeah. Imagine getting, you know, the whole summer getting pumped up for the start of college basketball. You know, really, football, I guess. I was going to say, football is only a three-month sport. So you could start at the beginning of January, be done by the end of March, do championship bowl stuff, not have that month off, you know? You know, there's a month, basically a month off now between the last regular season game and, like, bowl games kicking up. If you just went straight through, you could get that done in three months or a little more. Yeah. And then you're done in, like, early April. You just don't have a spring football anything you think two months off is and then start in september i mean that's three months off i mean i don't know i think you could do it if you needed to it's not ideal but but nothing's ideal at this point yeah all right matt haynes wants to know what is your preferred homemade cookie chocolate chip peanut butter oatmeal raisin sugar or something else um it'd either be chocolate chip or the uh random oatmeal peanut butter uh chocolate I, I don't know what they're called that my mom used to make okay but so i think i mentioned this on the show my daughter made cookies out of brownie batter with caramel chips in them the other day that's the best cookie I ever had i i i want more of them father's day is like two months away let's You've see already if we can make that happen placed your order yeah yeah basically yeah <laughs> rank your top five nba players and why is michael jordan still number one michael jordan is number jordan one is number one number one for me who's who your top five One's Michael. Hmm? Two, two's LeBron oh to me. Um, three's Kobe. Okay. What? Keep going with your wrong top five. I'm just. I don't know. I value championships a lot. So do I. Um. He got Magic. Who you got? Give me finish your top five. I don't know. I'm not a big NBA guy. Right, I'm, not, I'm not the right My guy to do this. My top five is uh, Jordan's one. Magic is two. LeBron is three. Uh, God, as much as I hate him, Larry Bird is four. And uh, Kobe is five for me. 
I could I could put Kareem at four if I wanted to. I can go four of the five, top five or Lakers. Yeah, but I'll be. I, I'm not a big enough NBA guy to like. I was gonna say uh, finish it out there with Magic and Bird, but I was kind of afraid to say Bird. Like you'd look at me with if like, you had said Bird before Magic, I'd have come over the table. Oh no, I wouldn't have done that. I'm like you got you're out of your mind. Magic won five titles. Everything they talk about LeBron, like he can do, he can play every position. So could Magic. Magic played center. Magic all, uh, you know, in, in, completely evolved the point guard position. Magic is the second best player of all time, in my opinion. No bias whatsoever with that. It's, I mean, there, there is bias, but I'm right. Because <laughs> you're, just because you're biased doesn't mean you're wrong. Better Tom Selleck character, Magnum PI or Frank Reagan from Blue Bloods. I have never watched an episode of Blue Bloods. No, it doesn't no. matter. Magnum PI is the correct answer. Not even close. Chris Navarat wants to know, how did the Thunder and Lightning podcast originate? Take me back to the beginning. Well, I can take you back to the beginning. Why don't you go right ahead? The year was 2013. Yeah. What? You look at... I'm no, right. I know you're I'm right. right. Continue. Uh, was the fall of 2013, in fact. Yeah. There was a former Mississippi State beat writer by the name of Matt Stevens. Ah, yeah. And Brian... Yeah. GM... A Bulldog Sports Radio. New GM. New just GM. taking over. Was looking for content on said radio station slash podcast station slash whatever it was. And had given Matt a show. Now, from Matt's account, and Brian can verify this, Matt said he would do it if he could pick his co-host. That is what he told me. And Matt, who was my co-worker at the Starful Daily News, because at this point, Matt was the beat writer. Mm-hmm. I was the prep beat writer. He was in Columbus already. That's right. He had already moved on. He was yeah. in Columbus. You were, I, I you was were, at the church. You were out of the game. Yeah, I, I was out of the game. That's right. But me and Matt used to be co-workers at the Starville Daily News. He was the, right. the MSU beat writer. I was the high school guy that kind of helped him with state stuff on occasion. Anyway, uh, in 2013, he had already moved on to the dispatch, but he was looking for a co-host. Uh, he knew me, thought we had a good dynamic, and so he brought me to Brian. Yes. We had a nice lunch at Cappy's. Uh, Brian Haydad then saw the redneck Joel T. Yeah. Thought, who is this idiot? The first time you opened your mouth, I was like, okay. <laughs> like, this uh, guy's going to be no, on the radio. Knowing you now, the way I know you now, yeah. I, I you were probably cussing in your head that I wasn't day. cussing so much. Like, I was just who like, who is this fool? Like, this is really the guy? Like, I, I did not expect Matt to be friends with you. I'm friends with everybody. I get it now. I'm yeah. a friend. Well, of I got the world. to know you through that. A friend of the world. That's right. Anyway, that created the full court press. That's right on, on Bulldog, Bulldog Sports, Sports Radio. Radio. Um, we won't talk of how that ended. Nope. <laughs> Fast forward. Yada yada yada. Fast forward to the fact that the full court press had to end. It ended. And uh, later but- on, Brian. Looking for content once more, joined together myself and Robbie Falk. Joined forces. For No Holds Barred. That's right. On Bulldog Sports Radio. On Bulldog Sports Radio. That's right. Which, I can't remember how that ended, to be honest with you, but it ended. It ended because they wanted to change some of the stuff. Like, I remember getting into an argument with Robbie. Robbie, y'all didn't do a show on, like, Monday. Yeah. Y'all came in on Thursday, and y'all were going to recap a game. And I'm like, the game is five days old. Talk about something different. And he didn't want to do that, and it just sort of went from there. Yeah, Robbie's kind of headstrong on. Some and they had, stuff. and we had the thing where we did that. We did that great segment on Dusty Rhodes. Oh, it was fantastic. We did a great segment on Dusty Rhodes where we talked about he had just passed away. Yeah, and we 
talked about hard times as an MSU fan. It was a great segment. We tied everything to MSU, and one of the guys at Bulldog Sports Radio took it off air and cut it out, even though it was the most popular segment on the network that day because he just didn't like wrestling. Which had it happened a couple years later, he couldn't have done that because you were higher up the totem pole, right? Well, yeah. But anyway. So, such is life. Well, that was what, that's what sparked getting him out. <laughs> he was like, he put personal feelings ahead of business. It's never, it's never personal. It's always business. Fast forward again, though. We're to, off air, and Brian, again looking for content. Well, this was, Ju- this was June of, this is Chris Lamonis's. Oh, uh, no, I, I'm, I'm before that. Okay, okay. Uh, again looking for content. Mm-hmm. Asked me if I would like to do a baseball show. On oh, that's right. Radio. Knock it out, Joel. So we had a couple of years there of knock it out, Joel, which was me by myself, which, Great. gosh, I'm glad that I don't have to go back and l- God bless all of y'all that just have to listen to me. Yeah. It's bad enough when I've got Brian with me, but. Knock know, it out, Joel is a good show. In that particular instance, I mean, y'all just had 20, 25 minutes of me. So it's thank every one of you that put up with that. And then uh, that eventually kind of ended because. Towards the end there, I was just doing that because I like doing it. Wouldn't getting a thing for it. <laughs> yeah. yeah no, no. Uh, you weren't alone in not getting a thing for it, I promise. And uh, You were only doing 30 minutes of your life a week to not get a thing for it. <laughs> and, and so, of course, Brian was all this time doing B&B with Bob. Hmm. Bob eventually, of course, left the athletic department, moved away from Starkville. So it was June it of 2018 create, here. In June of 2018, there was a gaping hole in the Mississippi State podcasting landscape. And here was this redneck. I'm not really a redneck. I just talk Southern yeah. makeup words. You're country. I'm country. Yeah. Uh, I'm not redneck. I, I don't do a whole lot of fishing, do no hunting. Uh, I don't have a rebel flag on my Good truck call. or anything. Not having that. I, I just, I'm a Braves loving, country sounding dude. Don't go messing with the country uh, boy, country boy, country boy. And anyway, 2018, Brian said, you're the guy. Yeah. Would you like to yeah. join? And Basically, we did that the, simple. Join like the mega powers. It was, we the, shook it hands. was the day of Lamonis's press conference. Yeah. And after the press conference, I'd say, hey, come here. I'll ask you something. And, and he was just like, what? I was like, I, 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 Bob had not announced he was leaving yet. I was like, Bob is leaving. And so. After I, I got over the fact that I didn't want Bob to leave either. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> would you consider, you know, joining, joining up with me and we'll start a podcast. We'll do a podcast. And he's like, yeah, we'll do it. And I uh, came up with Thunder and Lightning as the name and. The rest is history. The rest is history. Yeah, so. All right. Final uh, question of the day comes to us from our good friend Andy Atkinson, the enforcer. Double A. If you were 100 times better at your job than your peers, what would you be doing besides still being at that same job? It's <laughs> a good question. If I was 100 times better than my, at this job than everybody else, I figure I would be like, you know, our, our friend Brandon Marcello got a bump today. He's now he the national college football writer for 24-7. Something like that, I would think. You know, I would be, if I was 100 times better than 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 my peers. Well, you got to count like Richard and and those guys. So I'd be with on ESPN. Yeah, I would have my own show. Yeah, there's there's nothing. I'm trying to think what in the sports media landscape is is above ESPN. I don't know. This. No, that's it, that's what it, I, it, I would think. You'd be. I ESPN. would have. I would have my either. I'd be have my own show on ESPN Radio, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. You you would be. You working. may be Scott Van Pelt. Maybe Sports Center at Night with Brian Haydad. Fat and bald. That'd be a great podcast. Me and Van Pelt. <laughs> Me and Scotty. That'd be a good show. Uh, Van yeah. Pelt is some kind of good at what he does. He is the best. Yeah. He's he's. When I was in college, Olbermann and Patrick were the best. Van Pelt is the best now. Mm-hmm. He, he you know it's it, it's he you know it, it, the way wrestling sort of you know it was Flair. There was Michaels and I don't really know who it is now. Maybe Jericho. 
But, of course, Jericho was there for a lot of yeah. flair. And of course, and, Jericho's, what, like in his 50s yeah, now? Yeah, but the, the 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 title has passed. I don't, And I don't really know who was between Patrick and Olbermann and Scott Van Pelt. I mean, you know, I love Rich Eisen and Stuart Scott, but yeah. they, they were not on the level of Patrick and Olbermann. I, I probably would have said Stu Scott just because I liked him. I liked Stu but, Scott. Don't get me wrong. He was great, but he was not the, as good as those guys were. I mean, I did not ever... Well, I think we've talked about this before. When I was in college, ESPN programming was Sports Center from midnight to noon every day. They just mm-hmm. replayed it. Oh yeah, and I would watch it over and over again. Yeah, and you know you'd find something. something there would be something new every time, and it would just be. And in the uh, and in the summer, you had uh, baseball, baseball tonight. I did never oh, miss baseball. Loved tonight. it. Never missed baseball loved tonight. It. And but it's just different now, obviously. But Patrick and Olbermann were the kings. But now Scott Van Pelt is the guy. And, he, and the fact that he can do it by himself is really, you know. Take it from me, doing this show is tough alone. Like when Joel can't make it, I mean, you you go back and look at a lot of those shows. Unless something unusual has happened and I got a lot to talk about, uh, those shows are usually like 22, 23 minutes. Just because, you know, it's just difficult to not bounce stuff back and forth. For him to go up there every night and do that show by himself like that, it's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So talented. So. Back to the thunder and lightning thing. Yeah, uh, that's one thing that I probably have brought you a little more. What's that? Is that uh, we we're pretty consistent with we're both here. I don't think we've <laughs> mi- you have missed maybe ten shows, maybe and nearly. And, and some of those are just years. because you're like out of town. Yeah, or, or like you're at. Well, yeah, like the or, bowl game, like this last year, the, the, the bowl game. I was done with everything I had to do, and you I knew you'd be right in another two, three hours. Yeah. I'm not going to wait on you. I'd just go home put the, or go into the hotel, put the show together, and that was that. Um, as far as this is like missing shows entirely, outside of the week we were on vacation that time, uh, I don't think we've missed more than five shows in two years. Where Bob and I would miss a show at least once a month. Yeah. I mean, and I hope that, you know, we, we're sitting here doing this quarantine thing, and we've had a, I don't think we've missed a show during the quarantine. Well, Easter Sunday, I think we took a day we, off we, there, But that's but, Easter. Yeah, and it was severe weather, so yeah. I mean we had a reason not to do that. Yeah, so so they hopefully go. if nothing else, thunder and lightning has brought you consistency. If nothing else, it certainly hasn't brought you know wisdom or anything like that. No. All right, tomorrow's show. I don't know yet. Figure. Oh, yeah, tomorrow we get the bracket. If nothing else, we'll do talk about the bracket. and We'll try to figure some other things out. I haven't lined up any interviews this week. I've been sort of lazy on that front. We might not have one, but if we do get one, I'll, I'll put I'll put it out there. You could talk to me about my first game as a grad assistant in the athletic department. What game was it? It was the Michael Henning's seven pick oh, game or whatever. God. Why do I, I'm trying I'm trying to reduce stress in my life? Hey, that was a bowl season, man. I'll tell you right now. You could have had everything I owned and ever will own. If you would come to me at the end of that game and be like, don't worry, they're still gonna go to a bowl. After that game, you would have I would have bet you literally I'm like, I will pay every paycheck I get from now until the day I die, you can have it. I would have made that bet with you. That season provided me with I, I'm not talking about game, mm-hmm. but just for like a, a You wanna do a, a deep dive? A since, snippet since Brandon has abandoned me. You wanna do a deep dive on twenty two thousand seven? On two thousand I'm trying to remember how much I would remember of that. No, I, I'd, I'd remember a lot of that season. Alright, so. we'll talk about it on, on that that's that'll be Friday's show then. Okay. Uh but it, it provided me, I guess, teaser here. Maybe maybe my favorite just play. In MSU history? Well, just for just it was really neat to me. Mm-hmm. That was my first season as a grad assistant in, mm-hmm. in marketing. I was on the sideline thing. Is it a for, play that that people would remember? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. So let me think about if I can think of yeah. it. It's Anthony Johnson. Yes. Okay. It was right in front of me, too. Oh, wow. When he, when he picked it off. All right. And I just, like, it was it was such right in front of me that he picked it off, and mm-hmm. I looked, and I thought, he's, gonna he's score. gone. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> and I just went crazy. We're, we're, I guess so. we're, we'll give this one away, and then we'll talk. We'll do this on Friday. Yeah. But, you know, he's he's running, and I see there's a guy who has a uh, a bead on him. Yeah. He's, he's got the, the right line of pursuit. And then I saw that his number was like 63, and I was like, nah. <laughs> he just took off, and I was like, unbelievable. All right. I, I don't know that Davis Wade has ever been louder. I don't. Even even later on. Yeah. I mean, it All right. was All right. thunderous. So Friday, I'll look back at the, the shining star of the Croom era, 2007. All right. I'm in. We'll talk about it on Friday. Guys, have a great Wednesday. We'll be back with you on Thursday morning for Joel T. Coleman. Woo. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi Media Production.